welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. Hey guys, thanks for joining me for a new video. Today I want to do my Amazon FBA 2020 recap. I'm going to talk about all of the high-level numbers, as you can see here right in the thumbnail. I got my sales numbers, my units sold, costs, and uh, ultimately my profit. So if you want to hear me break down how the year went, talk about what went right, what went wrong, and talk about my plan for 2021, then stay tuned. Let's get started. Real quick before I get into the video, just wanted to remind you I run a weekly print-on-demand giveaway this week sponsored by Flying Upload, Print-On-Demand Upload Automation, Automate POD print-on-demand design automation, and All-American Graphics. If you would like to enter the free giveaway, you can use the link in the description. Right next to that link, I've got my Amazon FBA Facebook group. If you'd like to join, I'd love to have you. And I've got a free seven-day FBA mini course that helps you source your first product. It also gives you like the criteria to look for and various other useful tidbits. <clears throat> so I gotta start by talking about this hand sanitizer. My big plan for 2020 was to focus almost exclusively on launching this brand of hand sanitizer. Now, it's not my brand, but I know the uh, manufacturer. The manufacturer actually owns the brand, and it's made in the U.S., and obviously, like, this was a much-needed uh, product in 2020, but Amazon made it incredibly hard to get these listed on Amazon. So ultimately, long story short, I'm actually retelling the story because I didn't want this video to go on forever, so I had to, like, edit it down um from me telling it earlier, but I was unable to get this listed on Amazon because you really needed to know somebody that worked at Amazon that could pull strings for you behind the scenes to get it up on the platform. But this had like $50 million upside in 2020. I mean, I was literally like looking and talking to, you know, cause I had a relationship with the brand owner. I was like, Hey, like, you know, these numbers are crazy. You know, I was like, what's your manufacturing capacity? And they were like, yeah, it's really high. You know, they do everything in the U S and, um, Again, because the, the manufacturer owns the brand, they can like give priority to manufacturing their own products if the demand is high enough. And it, I'm, I'm like looking at Jungle Scout like, man, the demand is absolutely crazy, as you guys would imagine in 2020, where everybody's buying stuff online, especially things like hand sanitizer. So unfortunately, I missed out on that opportunity because they had to outsource it to a company that had a connection at Amazon that could pull strings to get them in the door. And then from there, they basically took the whole project. Um, so, you know, good and bad freed up more of my time but at the same time too like if I had any sort of profit sharing in this it would have been um, I would have been rewarded handsomely but you know things are you know what they are now the big numbers that you guys want to see so not as big as I was hoping because um, I didn't get the 50 million dollars in hand sanitizer sales but you know whatever there's always next year right uh, and hopefully not but we'll see anyways my own personal account I did four hundred forty eight thousand nine hundred fifteen dollars and 46 cents in sales 20,851 units sold in total. The costs were $365,147.91, and that leaves me a profit of $83,767.55, and my aggregate margin, which is not how I'm a fan of tracking things, by the way, so I truly don't care. When that, when that margin says 18%, it's, it's not something that matters because it's averaging in everything, right? But it's about 18%. So here I have more of a breakdown if you're wondering like what is rolled up into these numbers. So with sales, it does your aggregate sales, which I guess my aggregate sales were 453,000. It deducts promo rebates and refunds. 
and adds in reimbursements and it comes to 448,000. Um, so I guess my actual revenue or total sales was 453 K before you, um, do the math with the reimbursements, rebates, and refunds units sold. Uh, so this is the unit shipped plus promo rebates plus pending units. Somehow one unit is still lagging from 2020, probably like on the last day of the year. Cause it's the seventh of 2021 as, as of me recording this. Um, so it shouldn't be pending or maybe it's a problem with the customers like payment info. All right, costs. Uh, you have the cost of goods, which, by the way, this software I'm using is called Fetcher. It's like my favorite software for selling on Amazon. It does it does more than just my um, profit and loss statements, but it does some other stuff like helps me project when I need to reorder inventory. Um, so I'm a big fan. It's only like 19 bucks a month. So I don't I don't even think my affiliate link works anymore. So it's just Fetcher.com, F-E-T-C-H-E-R.com. If you guys want to check it out. Um. Costs. So my costs were $365,147. This takes into account the cost of goods, which you need to manually input. And what's cool about the way this software works is like you can like when I put in how much it costs me for one unit, um, because I, I sell multiple different SKUs, like different products. If the costs change over time, which they do tend to, sometimes for better, sometimes for worse, uh you can actually, when you input the cost into the software, you can, you don't just have to update the cost. Like you can go in and like add the new cost and then set the date as of that being the cost. And the software knows how to look at the date and figure out which cost to apply when it's doing your uh, calculations. So it's really, really useful. And you also have to factor in your shipping cost per unit. And you can do the same thing where it's as of a certain date. So it gives you the most accurate um, numbers that you can get. So this is cost of goods, it's order fees. This software integrates with Amazon via API, so it can pull the order fees for you. Uh, shipping costs, again, that's one you have to manually input. So when I input a new product into the software, which by the way, you don't have to actually do, like it integrates via API. So when it sees a new product that it doesn't recognize, like it tells you, it's like, hey, you need to add the you know expenses and the shipping costs. Uh, so, and when it says shipping, it's not shipping to the customer. It's shipping from wherever, like overseas to, um, the FBA center. So cost of goods and shipping, you manually input order fees. It pulls automatically recurring fees. It pulls automatically PPC. It pulls automatically. And I'll break those down in a second. I'll talk a little bit more about them and I don't want this video to go on too long. So let me, let me speed up. All right. Profit $83,767. Simple math. I did 448915 in sales, and it deducts the uh, $365,147 in costs to get that number. Uh, margin, 18%, like we said. All right, so my total sales, this is a uh, breakdown. Like it, The software also lets you, Fetcher also lets you export every data point as a CSV. I import the CSV to Google Sheets. Google Sheets makes it easy to add these graphs. So here's a breakdown. I didn't show the product name, sorry. But um, you can see there that my best seller is literally just about 25%, 25.5% of my total sales. Pretty cool. That's a nice, um, you know, big big piece of the pie. And I am well diversified. Um, man, I almost cursed. I'm like, man, what was the number of SKUs? Like, I counted the number of SKUs before I started this video, and now I'm blanking on it. But I guess if you count the number of colors there, um, I think it was like, what, 15 maybe? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Something like 14 products with 14 FBA products with sales this past year. 
Um, granted, like clearly there's a discrepancy on some of them. Like one says 0.1%. So that might've just been like, I had one unit left of some product that like I'm not selling anymore. And that might've been at the beginning of the year because I'm not scared to cut ties, cut ties with products that aren't working. You know, like if a product's not working, see you later. I don't need to invest in it anymore. And the one product that says 0.0% that actually I lost money on that product. Um, and I know what product that was. Um, the, I've talked, I've said that story before without saying the product, essentially like I ordered it, there was no problem with the shipping. And then all of a sudden there was a problem with the shipping. Like they said, this wouldn't be an issue. And then they were like, Oh no, certain, um, aspect of the product chemical related. They're like, now you need to pay double shipping. And I was like, no. So anyways, that the entire time I sold that product, it was at a loss. So it's all good. Hey, it happens sometimes. You know what I didn't do? I didn't reorder it. (laughs) So it's like, Hey, launch the product. It was a part of a bigger brand too. So it was like a brand recognition thing, brand expansion thing. Um, I'm just not going to reorder it. So, all right, costs. Um, This is also from Fetcher. They give a pie chart. This does not factor in uh, profit. So this is just my costs. You can see cost of goods was 43% of the pie. Order fees, 41% of the pie. That's just Amazon collecting a check. (laughs) Shipping, 11%. Recurring fees, uh, 2%, and then pay-per-click, 1%. And I'm going to elaborate on why pay-per-click was so low this year. Because you guys already know, I'm not a big fan of advertising when it comes to print-on-demand. I just don't think it's usually required. Like, there are times that I'm like, yes, advertise. But most of the time, I'm not thinking it's required. Again, your time is money, right? So, like, are you going to make more money spending money to advertise? Sometimes. Or are you going to make more money taking that time and making new products? Usually that. That's how I, that's how I lean anyways. Um, cost of goods. So $157,024. That's how much money I had to send in wire transfers, uh, last year to buy the units that sold. Uh, so by the way, like if you've never sent a wire transfer, like you guys might know that I do have a full FBA course and like I go very granular in detail. So I have a whole lecture dedicated, for instance, just to like your options of how to transfer funds internationally and like what to look for to be safe and all that crap. So just in case you're interested, Inbound shipping. Uh, So this is also, (laughs) in addition to this, uh, inbound shipping. So when you go in and you add your um, products to Fetcher, the software, you say this is how much it costs per unit and this is how much it costs to ship that good from wherever it's manufactured to the U.S. And that can vary. Um, It tends not to change too much, at least in my personal opinion, but like the rates will vary based on different criteria. For instance, the size of your order, the bigger you typically save more, even if it's just a little bit. But like I said, it updates that over time when you go in and you add it. And doing the uh, the math is pretty simple. It's like, what did, what did you have to pay divided by the number of units in the shipment? So I paid $40,000, for 41000 basically, 40998 for that. Uh, fees, $160,010. I lumped together like all the Amazon fees basically, and it just came to – there was like two or three of them that I lumped in. Um, I talked about it earlier, what was rolled up into that. Uh, PPC, $7,125. And this is spending money to make money, which, you know, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be afraid to do if it's a business. And also, like, the way PPC works on Amazon, you know, think about it like this. If you have a 30% profit margin in an item and you're spending 20% of the uh, sale price on PPC, then you're still netting 10% on a sale you might not have made. And with Amazon, each sale you make signals to the algorithm 
that your product should rank better or, you know, is relevant to whatever search query they typed before they clicked your listing and purchased. So that's a good thing. And, you know, again, it's also like affecting your bottom line in that you're making more sales. So PPC, I'm a big fan of. I mentioned this, again, I don't know how long you guys have been subscribed to the channel, but like if you're watching my content back during the Cerveza sickness craziness in like March, or maybe it was April, it might have been April, uh, but I was like, man, like the advertising requirements on Amazon shifted very quickly, like in that you could get visibility for much less than I was paying. So that may be Amazon like introducing additional ad slots into various uh, locations. But also I think like a lot of people just disappeared from the platform, like sellers disappeared maybe temporarily and then they came back or for, for whatever reason. But like I I killed a lot of my PPC campaigns and then I would like gradually restart them. But then I was like changing my um, CPC, my cost per click bids and just making them low and I'm like hey like I'll start low and I'll rebuild them higher because if I don't need to be paying a lot why would I why would I volunteer to you know that's just driving the prices up in this niche and you know I usually like to say like make a joke about Lord Jeff Bezos like needing more money however today it's warranted because he's no longer the richest man well I still believe that there are people richer but either way um, he's no longer the richest man on earth now Elon Musk has surpassed his wealth so maybe the PPC prices are about to double because Jeff Bezos is going to be like running that Amazon vacuum cleaner of dollars. And, um, you know, Amazon's not that friendly to the sellers. That's no secret. And maybe they're going to find a way to squeeze us even more in 2021 so that he can retake the uh, the title from Elon. Let's see what happens. Also, as somebody who um, has made some money investing in Tesla this year, pretty well versed on what they've got going on. I wouldn't bank on Bezos overtaking Elon unless like Blue Origin goes public or something. Otherwise, I think Tesla, I'm not saying Tesla is more valuable than Amazon. It's not. Um, you can look at the market caps, but I'm saying that like as a function of how many shares they each own, um, I, I'm I'm projecting Elon to hold that title. All right, total expenses, 365,148. That's basically just lumping together all these other numbers I just sent you that weren't... Um, that were, I guess, paid out via the, you know, everything we covered basically. And the net profit, again, when you do the math, you take the um, total sales, you subtract the expenses, you get the net profit of $83,767. Pretty consistent with what I did year over year. Granted, I didn't launch any new products. My whole plan, the reason I spent so long talking about the hand sanitizer was that that was my plan for 2020. And in not launching new products because of that, that was going to take up a lot of my time and effort, but for good reason, the upside was massive. Um, you know, it was a pretty steady year, year over year, nothing unexpected, pretty much in line with what I did last year. I mean, I can look over at my side monitor real quick and pull up what I did in 2019 for a comparison. Uh, yeah, almost the same. I mean, 2019, it was $86,490.33 of profit. So a little bit down, um, you know, I don't know why I could, I could dig further into the numbers if I really wanted to, but I'm not really that concerned because as you guys know, I'm a fan of diversification of income streams. Like, could I scale my Amazon business much further? Probably, you know, I'm the type of person that thinks if I can make $5 today, well, what's stopping me from making 10? If I can make 10, why not 20, 40, 80, et cetera? Um, I for sure probably could, but I'd much rather be diversified guys. Uh, then focus all in on one thing, and maybe that's my, to my detriment. But anybody that's being honest about what it's like to sell on Amazon, 
where you don't own the full aspect of your business. It's your business and Amazon's business. And it's really Amazon's business and then kind of my business. That's why I don't think it's like completely logical to go all into Amazon, you know, because it's truly Amazon's business before it's yours. So I'm cool with like where things are. You know, this year I spent a lot of time on YouTube doing daily videos for like half the year and whatnot. Did I say this year? Last year, I guess, 2020. doesn't feel like it was that long ago. All right, so in 2021, I'm definitely going to be launching at least a handful of new products. You know, I like to stay fresh. I like to be participating in the excitement of the product research, product validation, product launch, you know, well, interviewing suppliers, ordering samples, figuring out what's good, launching new products. I like being involved. I like doing that stuff. So I'm definitely definitely going to be launching some new products this year. Will I stay away from the PPE hand sanitizer niches? Yes, I'm willing to um, definitely already say that much because I'm not trying to deal with Amazon's uh, crazy restrictions. And I mean, warranted. Like, it made sense that they did what they did because people were getting away with murder price gouging. So I get it. Uh, And also selling fake stuff and then also selling stuff that they were shipping like three months later. Uh, It was a mess. So I I get it's hard to police things at that massive scale, especially when their hand is forced and they have to act very quickly. But 2021, I'm gonna be, you know, back to the drawing board doing what I do, you know, hopefully there's still some residual, um, opportunity as a result from 2020, um, remaining for me to find some easy products to launch in 2021. But also I did want to mention that since I couldn't launch new products in 2021, I didn't just let my money lie dormant in a bank account because typically launching new products is one way to increase my wealth, to put my money to work. So I bought some other assets, by the way, I bought assets that appreciate in value. It's worth mentioning that uh, USD, US dollars, while you may log into your bank account and see the same amount of them, the US dollars being devalued (laughs) at a alarming rate. And I'm not saying it's going to continue forever. Like I don't have a crystal ball, but um, you should purchase assets that appreciate in value. And if you think you're safely holding cash, I've got news for you. It's not how it works. You can go to tradingview.com, type in DXY and see the US dollar weighted against a basket of other currencies and see that it's losing relative strength. You're losing buying power which is buying power is a concept that um is very important to understand anyways i've been buying things like bitcoin i've been rewarded handsomely for simply hedging my my literally hedging against us dollar weakness i've been rewarded um quite handsomely so anyways because bitcoin's outperformed on a relative basis a lot of other assets so save that topic for a different day um just just mentioning that though all right guys thanks for watching till the end this is a quick reminder i do have a full amazon fba course i spent this is true i spent over a year writing it so it's very thorough and i'm currently working on re-recording the core modules for 2021 plus i'll probably do that as i go through the actual phases again to launch new products for myself this year so if you're interested there's a link in the description to the course you can also use the link at the top of the description and take the four question quiz that i built and i can try to help you figure out if amazon fba is right for you so just wanted to make you aware that those are there but thanks for watching guys i appreciate you appreciate your time if you want to do me a quick favor and hit that like button and if you're not subscribed you want to do that that would also be awesome to help the channel grow so i can hit 100k subs in 2021 because why not let's get to 100,000. but thanks guys i'll see you tomorrow (music) 